inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. What is this bizarro world? It is Mr. Black's world, not Bizarro World. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he. You are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. You know why? Because that's all we got. We were created for this life. We were created for a purpose. And my question to you is, are you on purpose? Or have you been distracted? Have you been confused? Have you lacked one of those great commodities that seems to be lacking everywhere we turn today? And that thing is called understanding. And today I want to discuss the cost, uh, the value, if you will, of understanding. Because it can cost us a lot, uh, a lack of understanding. And the value that we put on understanding really probably dictates a lot more than we realize. One of my favorite sayings, I heard from Dr. Rome years ago, and I've altered a little bit. I'm not sure what the original saying was, but this is a, uh, a version of what he said. If I can understand you a little bit better, and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't it make sense that we're in a position to have a better relationship? Brilliant! And think about this, uh, the, man, the hatred, uh, I, I have never seen uh, racism so acceptable in this country. Uh, r- uh, racism is alive and well in America, it's promoted by our government. Now you got to know, it's got to be the right type of racism. Racism isn't bad based on our government's actions, uh, only the wrong type of racism. Only racism against people of color, but having racism against uh, melanin-challenged people, uh, no problem at all, right? Melanated people. That's right. Melanated, man. Those of us that have no melanin, right? Uh, We're in trouble. But think about this. With all the hatred, with all the bitterness, with all the anxiety and fear in our world, we need a remedy to what ails us. And today, I'm going to logically suggest, not opinionate. I'm not going to bloviate. I'm going to logically suggest that the answer that we're seeking is not pharmacological it's it's not in a drug it's not in a pill it's not in a dupe it's not something you smoke something you intake something you digest it is in our heads and our hearts it is mental it is psychological and it is time to open up our heads and our hearts to some understanding and today i want to lay out the case for the value of understanding now you know that word, I love words, right? We, we talk about etymology all the time. I love the word value, right? Value, you know, notice the double entendre, right? Double meaning, right? Uh, value, uh, you know, one of the hierarchies of, of values uh, is, you know, we, we, what we place a lot of value in. You notice how the word, we can't even describe the word without using the word. I love those type of words and I hate those type of words. What do you value in life? Your children, your spouse, your God, your 401k. There is value in values. Yeah, there's value in values. I'd rather agree with that guy on many things, but he's absolutely right. There's great value in values. And then there's this thing called value. There's a cost, right? 
What's the value of that thing? You know, I have a couple of Leroy Neiman's uh, in my house, uh, and I've heard that they're worth a lot of money, that they have a high value. But you realize I learned the value of those Leroy Neiman's is what people are willing to give me right now when I need the money. And in that regards, they're not as valuable uh, as I thought they were <laughs> because they're listed as worth $10,000 plus. Uh, but I've never had anybody offer me more than $3,000. So that word value is interesting. You know, and, and lately I've been talking about one of the presuppositions uh, of NLP. It's called the uh, requisite value, right? The law of requisite variety, sorry. Right, and that says that an element in a system with the most flexibility has the most power. And don't you hear the value there? Where's the value at? The value's in choice. Don't you hear it? The value's in choice. See, as a general rule, think about this. As a general rule, not all the time, but as a general rule, usually choice is better than no choice, right? But there are some times, let's be honest, that I don't choose too well. I don't know about John, but I don't choose too well. And so sometimes I don't want a choice. You know, I was counseling a guy who was really struggling with his walk with God and his marriage and a lot of things. And, and I was working, you know, he, he held a grudge against his wife and he wouldn't let it go. And so I was going to get him on the God thing. So it was good. So my question was to ask him, what is the most valuable thing that God ever gave you? And so I s- assumed he'd say forgiveness. And then I would transfer that forgiveness that God gave him a couple of parables, right? Into the value of forgiveness for his wife because God did it for us. And so I'm expecting us to have this whole thing set up. The problem is he didn't play along. So when I asked him the greatest thing that God ever gave him, you know what he told me? Free will. Homie, don't play that. (laughs) Yeah, homie, don't play that. Because I almost laughed out loud. I said, you mean you tell me that of all the things God's given you, salvation, forgiveness, mercy, grace, your house, your wife, your skills, your good looks, your package, whatever that is, right? All those things that God gave you. The greatest of all those things is free will. That's what you're telling me. He said, yeah, yeah. And that's it. Because I don't know about you, but I've attempted to give back my free will to God many times. God won't take it back. One of the worst things God ever gave me was free will. Because I know the original postscript. I know the original PS back in the days of antiquity. It was called DV. Dale Valente. Paul talked about a lot. God willing. I'd like to go to Rome, God willing. I'd like to go over here, God willing. I'd like to go ahead and go to Hawaii next weekend, God willing. I'd like to, right, God willing. And so, as a general rule, that's why I said this, I was just setting this up. Choice is better than no choice. And that's really what the law of requisite variety is all about. It's the ability to understand that you can bob and weave, that you have patterns, and that you can understand those patterns, and then that gives you more choices. And so that's what I want to do today is I want to sell you on the point that understanding is something that we need to start valuing. We seem to value justice. We seem to value money. We seem to value being right. We seem to value hatred, right? I saw on Facebook this morning um, some uh, some person uh, was uh, talking. It was a post about Biden, how, how terrible things have done. And he says, well, all of you that wanted Biden, he hasn't built anything. He hasn't done anything back or better, whatever it was. Come and on, some man. guy said, yeah, but some guy said, at least he's not Trump. Wow. And to me, so that guy values hatred so much. 
he doesn't matter how many millions of people have to die. How many, how many drugs come across this border illegally? How many illegal people? How many laws are broken? How many people are spied upon? How many people in nursing homes are killed? None of that matters. All that matters is that Donald Trump isn't president. Do you, do you see the values? See, we have a hierarchy of values. And see, there are three times to get information. I learned this a long time ago. You can get it before you need it. You can get it when you need it. Or you can get it after you need it. The worst of those times to get information is after you need it. And one of the second worst of those times to get information before you need it. Because if you're living your life like it matters and you're busy, you're focused fully in the now moment. So getting information on something I'm doing two weeks from now, right now when I'm counseling someone to put a gun down, a loaded gun when they're ready to take their life, I don't need that information right now. It's before I need it. The only time I like to get information is when I need it. And so today I'm going to suggest... That understanding gives you four great tools, gives you four great opportunities to make better choices, to understand yourself, to understand other people, to understand who you are, and to understand why you're here. That understanding will change lives. That understanding will allow you in the now moment. To be in front of somebody, to see an opportunity, to see a need, to meet that need, to see someone hurting and help them, to see someone struggling and be that lifeline. That's what we're talking about. Today, we want to talk about the value of understanding. I'm Mr. Black, and we'll be right back. There is value in values. Do you understand? This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Do you understand at all what I'm saying? Come on, man. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And if you want some more, more than this hors d'oeuvre that I give you on this hour a day, go to likeitmatters.net. I do two and a half day intensive trainings that will alter your life, that will alter your reality, that will uh, turn on your heart because we shut those down a long time ago and uh, clarify your thinking, clean up some stinking thinking, uh, learn how you think, learn how the battle is in the mind and how to wage that battle better. So go to likeitmatters.net. Uh, as I told you before, that our 
next class, March 3rd through 5th here in Dallas, is closed. It's overbooked at 18. We target it for 12 to 16. But I do have a class. We're still looking at exact location uh, in Minneapolis or in Minnesota, I should say. Uh, but either March 24th or March 31st, we're just having a hard time finding a hotel that can accommodate us. That's sad with this pandemic. Uh, and then we'll be back in Dallas uh, April 21st. So go to likeitmatters.net, schedule, and then you can see about it. But today, we're talking about the value of understanding. See, I believe as a leader that uh, in order to be the best leader possible, we need to embrace things called fluidity. Uh, we need to be able to pivot. Change is a part of a leader. This is why a leader needs to know the why and not necessarily the how. You got to understand this. Remember, he who has a why can bear almost any how. That was Nietzsche's quote. And I don't like Nietzsche. Uh, Hitler liked him. And Nietzsche hated God, didn't believe in God. So not a fan of Nietzsche. Uh, but uh, the truth is the truth, no matter where it comes from. He who has a why can bear almost any how. That is the battle. See, that is the battle with the leader versus manager as well. See, the manager's very left brain is working on the how, where the leader on the right brain is working on the why. And as the leaders, uh, we, we need to focus on our why because the hows can change. Uh, hows are just steps. Hows are just opportunities to move from point A to point B. It is the why that keeps you going. It is the why that when you get knocked on your butt, uh, makes you pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit it again. It's the why that keeps you going when other people mock you. And what's happened in America today, let's be honest, is most people lost their why. The government's taking care of the how, and they've basically lost their why. And so the hows are taken care of, but there is no why anymore. Uh, why, why do you go home uh, every night, do what you do, go home at night, uh, and get up the next day and do it again and again and again? Because that's where you get your mail, uh, because that's where your wife lives, because that's where your kids reside. See, there's got to be emotional involvement, and, and that's lacking. And so part of a leader is the ability to have as much information as possible because that gives us flexibility, right? The law of requisite variety. Uh, the element in a system with the most flexibility has the most power. And we all know we want power, right? Personal power, power from God, power from on high, uh, world power, whatever it is, we want power, right? And so I talk all the time about perceptual positions, right? That there's only three ways to see any situation. Uh, you can see it from first position, which is self, see it from your own eyes. That's your default. You were, you were created and put inside that body, that temporary dwelling place, that tabernacle. So you see things from your self perspective. Uh, if you get stuck there, though, that's called ego, edging God out. I'm right, you're wrong, you're wrong, I'm right, right? We all know that when we live there, right? And then the other way to see things is what's called second position from other. Other is the ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. It's not to imagine what another person is going through, but to actually become that other person uh, psychologically, to, to put on them, like we're called to put on Christ, to put them on. What would it be like? You know, the question is this, if you were to go away for a year and I was going to fill in for you uh, and I was going to put on a costume that made me look just like you, I'd need to know how do you do what you do? How do you make yourself believe what you believe? How do you make yourself so bitter? How do you make yourself so angry? How do you shut yourself down? How do you get so riled up over silly things, right? And this is the this is what I'm talking about. And you can't really understand that because you don't know another person's heart. But when you step into their map of reality and when you walk in their shoes 
it gives you understanding. That's why it's called empathy. The ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. And so that's other, and that gives you so much different information because now you're seeing a perspective from somebody that you interacted with instead of your perspective. And then the third position is what we call overview. And by the way, you don't want to get stick, stuck in second position either because if you are, then the downfall of getting stuck in second position is called sucker because everybody else is right and you're wrong. You're a sucker. I'm not saying that you need to walk in someone else's shoes just to see that you're wrong. What I'm saying is that it gives you more information, which gives you more choice, which gives you the accomplishment of the law of requisite variety. That any element in a system with the most flexibility has the most power. And so overview is the ability to watch it reflectively, to watch it looking back, look back learning. A lot of people do this naturally. After an event, after a sales call, whatever, you then watch it again mentally, replay it in your head on what it looked like from an overview. Like if you were a third person kind of watching that interaction between you and client A. Why these three positions? Because each one gives you more data. And the more data, the better complete picture of the battlefield, of the situation. And that makes you more flexible, more fluid. Remember, if you know the why, if you know why you're doing what you're doing, the hows can change. And remember, he who has a why can bear almost any how. There are a lot of hows that get thrown at me daily uh, that I, I get angry about, I get frustrated about. But what it never does, it never takes me off my why. I'm here to be a beacon of light. I'm here in a rescue mission. I'm here as a, of a ch- as a child of God. I'm here to help you maximize the potentials you were created with. I'm here to be a lifeline, not just on this planet, but on the kingdom to come. See, I know my why. The how's different. My days are very flexible, very open, right? And remember, we talked about this. There are three times to get information before you need it which if you're a busy person handling a lot fully in the now moment, you don't want things before you need them. It's a waste of space. Or you can get them after you need them. And that's the worst time to get them. I still remember this. Uh, There's a um, high-end auto dealership, a a holy family of dealerships called Nilo, N-I-E-L-L-O, in the Sacramento area. Uh, And I was doing some work. I went in through the the guy was the manager of the VW uh, dealership, and they had a whole bunch of different dealerships. And so uh, he went through my training, helped him. uh, uh, He was a lifelong alcoholic, no longer became an alcoholic, turned his life over to God. I mean, just changed his life. And and so we were getting a lot of people from the different Nilo uh, things going through. Uh, and then uh, I, I just could never get Mr. Nilo himself. He was like an untouchable. He was like a, almost like a, uh, um, uh, I don't know what you call it, mafioso, if you want. <laughs> That's kind of kind of what it looked like. He was like one of those untouchable types. And so I'm working to build a relationship with Mr. Nilo. And so uh, they call me in and have me do a kind of a, a morning meeting type presentation of the whole dealership. And there's like... 60, 80 people that I do this thing. And so on. first time I met, meet Mr. Nilo. So I'm working to, to get him or, or to get the corporate to go through the training. And so I never hear back from him, never hear back from him. So I figured to take things in my own hands because the guy says, you should just email him. And so as we're passing, we say, I haven't heard from Nilo. He goes, you just email him. Just reach out to him. He's seen you now. He, people are talking about you. Just email him. So I send him an email and I never hear back from him. About two days after I sent the email, after he encouraged me to send him an email, he said, by the way, you make sure when you send that email uh, to Mr. Nilo uh, that you make sure it's spell-checked because Mr. Nilo has a real problem when people don't spell-check things. 
Now, that was information I would love to have two days earlier before I sent my email. Because for me, I'm not a perfectionist. Oops. For me, I'm more about the emotion. For me, I'm more about being fully in the now moment. And I'm doing 10 things at one time a lot of times. And so I'll send out an email sometimes very quickly just to make a contact, just to open a door, uh, and not proofread it, not reread it, not make sure everything I said was the way I wanted to say and everything I spelt was the proper way. See? I got that information after I needed. I never talked to Mr. Nilo. I don't know if that was the reason. Uh, we we never got more business from him, so it, that kind of died out. And I don't know if that was the reason. Denied. But I'll, I'll never forget that. That was a great lesson to me. That getting information after you need it serves no value at all. And so we got to understand this. And so I want you to consider this. That understanding is priceless. And you know why I can say that? Do you know why I believe that with all my heart? Because I have a standard. And you know what that standard is, right? It's the Word of God. And, and again, I talk about this on my radio show. Whether you believe in God or not, the God of the Bible, you need to have a standard. How do you, how do you know what's wrong or right? How do you know what's good or bad? How do you know what type of day you had? How do you know if last week was a good week or not? How do you know if last year was a good year or not? How do you know if this year is going to be a good year or not? What do you need to happen for this year to be called a good year? Do you see what I'm saying? See, all these things, good, bad, right, wrong, better, worse, successful, not successful. You know what all those are? Those are comparison words. See, you're comparing something to something else. But the problem is you don't know what that something else is if you don't have a standard. And for me, my standard is always the word of God. Now, you don't have to have that standard, but you have to have a reason for everything you believe. And this is why I believe that understanding is so important, because God says it's important. Matter of fact, God actually identifies seven things that he says are more valuable than gold. Gold's a precious metal. But people want to have physical gold. It's the only thing that's secure. But God says there are seven things that are more valuable than gold. He says the word of God is more valuable than gold. He says the blood of Christ is more valuable than gold. He says faith is more valuable than gold. He says a good name is more valuable than gold. He says that heaven is more valuable than gold. He says your soul is more valuable than gold. But ready for this? He says that wisdom and understanding are more valuable than gold. Proverbs 16, 16 says, how much better to get wisdom than gold? To get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. I am Black. Today we're talking about the value of understanding. We'll be right back. Do you understand at all what I'm saying? You're not really that dumb. No human being could possibly be that dumb. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. 
I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Always bet on black. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And my question to you is, which one of those don't you want, right? So today we are talking about the value of understanding. Because if I can understand you a little bit better, and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't make sense that we're in a position to have a better relationship. Do you understand? And this week, I've been going over that. I've been yelling at you like, what is it? What is the guy's name? Niedemann or whatever the guy's name is, right? I've been asking you this week, do you understand? Do you understand that there's patterns all around us? That people behave in certain patterns, and you can identify those patterns. And why does that matter? So that you can meet people in their map of reality. So then you can have an impact on people. This is the basics of cell psychology. This is the basics of neuro-linguistic programming, the basis of cognitive behavioral therapy, the basis uh, uh, of basically transactional analysis of how we interact with each other. Man, you get so much understanding in this hour that most of you don't understand all the understanding you're getting. That's why you need to go to my two-and-a-half-day intensives because, boy, it can be like uh, getting a drink out of a fire hydrant, you know, learning from me, but give you two-and-a-half days versus four. 48 minutes at a time, huge, huge difference. Today, we're talking about understanding. And, you know, there was something that happened that showed a lot of understanding and at the same time showed the pure ignorance of the lack of understanding. Uh, And this guy I've come across is Everett Piper, Dr. Everett Piper. Really like this guy. He and I do a lot of similar things. He's just more famous than I am. But just found him recently. He does a lot of, I think he does an editorial with the Washington Times, I think it is. But I got this thing uh, from him. He said, in his book, Grow Up, Life Isn't Safe, But It's Good. What a great title. Grow Up, Life Isn't Safe, But It's Good. He tells the story of... of Brant Jean. My listeners, you should know Brant Jean, right? The 2019 trial of Amber Geiger, right? An off-duty police officer who was convicted of killing Brant's older brother, Botham. Remember that? And after the jury delivered his verdict, the presiding judge allowed Brant to address Geiger. And before, you know, he gave her the sentencing. And this young man's response stunned the courtroom looking directly at the woman that was just found guilty of killing his brother. Brant Jean chose not to talk about justice, but instead, he was talking about forgiveness. Amen. He was talking about understanding. He understood that this person made a mistake. He understood that it cost his brother his life. He understood that there are bitter, racist, hateful people out there that want to use anything they can to turn black against white and black against blue. So instead of all that, he offered some understanding. And no one got it. The courtroom was shocked. And here's the quote. I wasn't ever going to say this in front of my family or anyone, he said. But I don't want you to go to jail. That's what he said. I don't want you to go to jail. I want the best for you. Because I know that's what Botham would want. 
And I think giving your life to Jesus Christ would be the best thing that Botham would want you to do. Again, I love you as a person. And I don't wish anything bad on you. Now, everyone expected words of condemnation, condemnation, right? Maybe throw out the Trump word and a few F words, right? Because that's what we're seeing. That's what we're used to. That's what we expect. Everyone anticipated cries for justice. No justice, no peace, right? Everyone thought Brant would join the crowd in demanding a life sentence for his brother's murder. But instead, Brant chose understanding. Not going to do it. He chose forgiveness. And by the way, he wouldn't be the only one. After Brant was finished, his father took the microphone and echoed his younger son's remark. He said, quote, I feel the same way. That is what Christ would want us to do. If you will not forgive, neither will your father forgive you. Rather than demand justice, Mr. Gene and his son extended understanding through the form of grace They chose to follow the higher power. They turned the other cheek. They forgave. They elevated Christ above the conflict. And some of you out there have no understanding of what that is. And if you don't know what it is, let me explain it to you. It's called an attitude. Because an attitude is a choice. And in this world today, in America today, it seems that we've given up the freedom of choice. Nothing's our fault anymore. Nothing's our choice. If you're black and something didn't go well for you, it's because you're black. But if you're black and you got success, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of like the whole thing with the missing link. If, if we came from monkeys, then why do we still have monkeys? It makes no sense. Why did some monkeys get to become humans and other monkeys stayed monkeys? Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, if you just pose that one question, you can see it's illogical. But we don't question ourselves. We're we're more interested in things that tickle our ears. We're more interested in our emotional feel good than our spiritual understanding. Like Connie Garrett, my friend on Facebook, I've never met her. She's a real estate somewhere in the country, but I just love this woman. She's a beautiful woman of color. And I saw this uh, post, and it just got under my skin in a good way. She said, you got to look for the good and the bad, the happy in your sad, the gain in your pain, and what makes you grateful, not hateful. Do you see? Those are choices. And the choice is about understanding. And this is why God says... That there are seven things more valuable than gold. Matter of fact, read a, read a Revelation 21. The, 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 the streets of the new Jerusalem, our heaven, is going to be paved in gold. Things that we value, things we put in our 401k, things that we put in a safety deposit box, things we put in a safe. Fine jewels, pearls, all the stuff that we lock up, that we only pull out, those of you that have it, for special occasions that cost tens of thousands of dollars. God says, you're going to walk on it. You're going to tread asunder it. So God says this, that there are seven things more valuable than gold. He says, number one, the word of God. The law of your mouth is better to me than uh, thousands of gold and silver pieces. Psalm 119.72. How about Psalm 19.10? They, the words of God, are more desirable than gold. Yes, than much fine gold. He says he values it more than wisdom is more valuable than gold. Proverbs 8.19. 
My fruit is better than gold, even pure gold, and my yield better than choice of silver. How about Job? You know Job, the man who suffered more than anybody? <coughs> Job 28, 12 through 15. But where can wisdom be found? And where is the place of understanding? Man does not know its value, nor is it found in the land of living. The deep says it is not in me, and the sea says it is not with me. Pure gold cannot be given in exchange for it, nor can silver be weighed as its price. See, in wisdom and understanding go together. Because what does the Bible say about wisdom? The Bible says, blessed is the one who finds wisdom. And what better place to find wisdom than the word of God? And wisdom, by the way, is defined as the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. The quality of being wise. It is closely related to discernment and the ability to see the world as it is, not as we would have it. Wisdom, I guess you could synonymously say a sapience or sagacity, is the ability to think and act using knowledge, experience. Are ready for this word? Understanding. This is from the dictionary. The act of using knowledge, experience, understanding, common sense, and insight. Wisdom is associated with attributes such as unbiased judgment, compassion, experiential self-knowledge, self-transcendence, and non-attachment, and virtues such as ethics and benevolence. You know what else the God says, by the way, I'll just finish off the list, that is more valuable than gold? The blood of Christ. First Peter one eighteen through 19 says, knowing that you were not redeemed with perishable things like silver or gold from your futile way of life inherited from your forefathers, but with precious blood as of a lamb, unblemished and spotless, the blood of Christ. How about faith? It says that's more powerful than gold too. More valuable, I should say. First Peter 1, 7. So that the proof of your faith being more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested by fire may be found as a result. A good name, right? Proverbs 22, 1, right? Proverbs is the book of wisdom, right? A good name is to be more desirable than great wealth. Favor is better than silver and gold. He says heaven, right? Matthew six nineteen through 21. Do not store up for yourself treasures on earth where moths and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moths nor rust destroy. You ever hear that one? And how about your soul? We all know this one. One of the most favorite scriptures, famous scripture, right? You know this one, right? It's Matthew sixteen twenty six. You've heard it before many times. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world? There's a lot of gold and silver and precious jewels, right? If he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul, or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? It is better to get wisdom than gold. To get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and understanding. And what better place to find it than the Word of God? Or on Like It Matters Radio. I should say and. We do it here. And go to likeitmatters.net. Now, after the break, I want to give you four specific things. Because I believe this understanding comes into four categories. And I'll tell you what they are now, and I'll break them down for you in the next segment. So the four understandings that are priceless, they are invaluable. Number one, understanding people. Because they're our commodity. Number two, understanding yourself, your strengths and weaknesses, how you work. Number three, understanding the time we're in, the environment, the dispensation. And number four, understanding the answers to the existential questions of your life. Who are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? And the most important one, whose are you? 
Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the value of understanding. We'll be right back. Who are you? You gotta grow up. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. <laughs> I am Black, and you are back to being under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. You know, under construction is a mindset. It's working to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. It's the same thing with understanding. It's a mindset. Uh, it's an attitude. And I'm going to tell you right now, you got to get some. Forget the milk. Uh, you know, I was, what was it? I was watching one of the late night shows about a decade ago. And this guy, one of the guys, I don't remember which one, Craig, the guy from Britain or whatever was the host. And he said, uh, the, the, one of the guests was commenting on the weight he lost. And he said, yeah, I realize that drinking white milk from that a cow feeds a baby cow to make it fat probably isn't too healthy for me. <laughs> and I thought about it for a moment. He goes, hey, that is why cows, right? Cows make milk to feed the little cows so little cows can grow up to big cows. And if you know anything about what you feed a baby when you're breastfeeding, or I guess you would call it a little different with a cow because they don't really have a breast. They have the udder, right? <laughs> when they're udder feeding is to give them all the nutrients they need to get big and fat. So if we take that same thing that cows are making big and fat and put it in the human body body, I guess it could also make us big and fat. Boy, there's some understanding, right? See, I had to understand for myself, in order to lose weight, two things are really important. Uh, number one, carbs are bad for me because my body treats them like fat. And number two, eating after 6.30 at night, uh, doesn't matter how much I diet during the day. If I eat after 6.30 at night, it has no value at all. So we got to understand ourselves. And so I want to close out the show on really understanding the key four things that we need to understand so we can truly have the most impact. Remember, my outcome, what I do for a day job, how I get paid, is I help people maximize the potentials they were created with. I'm a good caddy. And a good caddy helps the golfer play the best game. And so the golfer gets the money, the golfer gets the glory, the golfer gets the good-looking guys or the good-looking girls, the golfer gets the fame. But the caddy knows that he made an impact, that he helped that golfer play the best round of golf to win that. And so four levels of understanding that you need. Number one, you got to understand people. Remember, we're all in the people business. This is why this week I've covered the patterns. There are patterns. We are creatures of habit. We are very similar. As much as we live in a, a world in America that wants to separate us, this is all about power. This is all about votes. If they can make you think the Republicans are going to destroy you, then you're going to stay on the Democratic plantation no matter how much you disagree with what they stand for. Uh, because you're going to hate the orange guy, and so the orange guy bad, and everybody who's not the orange guy is good. That is a lie. That is destructive, and that is not helping. 
But what you got to understand is the patterns of people. I have this whole series I call HR 101. They are patterns of people. Hurting people hurt people. Any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. You will never rise above the quality of those you hang out with. I mean, those are called HR. 101s that are basically laws. You also got fingerprints. Remember fingerprints that you were given. You didn't control that. They were given. And those fingerprints tell me a lot. Can you work by yourself? Uh, And can you work with others? Uh, Do you have self-confidence? Are you able to overcome? Are you able to learn on your own? Are you able to... All that comes from your fingerprints. Then also understanding how we all process information three ways. We do it visually, auditorily, kinesthetically. Then we all have three channels. We, We see things. We hear things and we experience things either tactilely or emotionally. And those are, it's easy to tell how people primarily process. But you gotta be in the now moment with them. You gotta actually listen to them. You gotta focus on them. You gotta pay attention to them. Their gestures, the words that they use tell you what language they're speaking. The way they sit, the way they gesture, the physiology, all that, those patterns tell you a lot. Why is that important? Because that allows for rapport to be established. And rapport allows for communication to be established. And then again, communication is the foundation of all relationships, both business and personal. Right? That's why we do psychometrics, right? We do psychometrics that basically show basic personality patterns and profiles. And then what we do is we put people into the appropriate pattern or profile. Why? So it allows us to connect with that person. So it allows us to build rapport with that person. So it allows us to understand that person so that we can both get what we both want from the interaction. So that's why you got to understand people. We're all in the people business. I don't care what you do for a living. I don't care if you get a paycheck or not. I don't care what type of office you go to or not. We're all in the people business. Remember, I've done a lot of work with Coca-Cola. And uh, years ago, when I had the one of the CFOs from the Mid-Atlantic region, Doug Herndon, in my class, he said, you know, Black, Coca-Cola is not in the sugar water business. We're in the people business. We just sell sugar water to make a profit. And we got to realize that no matter what you make your profit on, we're all in the people business because we're on a rescue mission. What are we rescuing? We're not rescuing religion. We're not rescuing artifacts. We're not, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, uh, on a hunt for ancient artifacts. We're rescuing people. When you look in the mirror, what do you think you see? A people. When a man loves a woman and you come together and you get married, you create a little people. Don't you get it? We're all in the people business. Jesus Christ was God who became people so that he can understand people's struggles. So number two is understanding yourself. You got to understand people, but you also got to understand yourself. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are your proclivities? What are your things that weren't? My biggest weakness in life has always been women. I've made more poor choices in relation to women than anything else. I know that about myself. Uh, I got to be careful about that. Uh, because it can lead me astray. So you got to understand yourself. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Are you a morning person or a night person? What turns you on? What turns you off? Those are important because you got to be self-motivated as a leader. Which brings us to the third part of understanding the 
the importance of this level of understanding is to understand the time that you're in. Now, again, that time, word time, I talk about a lot. It's an interesting word uh, in the Bible that is written in English today. Uh, it has been adapted from Greek. If it's the New Testament, if it's the Old Testament, it's adapted from Hebrew or Aramaic, maybe a Syriac, right? And so you got to understand when we read the word time, there are two Greek words in the New Testament that are translated into time. One is chronos. So one is Kairos. Kronos is the time on your watch, and Kairos is the time that you're in. It's the dispensation. Like we are living in the time of the Gentiles. It's Kairos. We are living in the time of dispensation of grace. It's Kairos. That's what Ecclesiastes 3, there's a time to love, there's a time to war, there's a time to laugh, there's a time to cry, there's a time to plant, there's a time to harvest. What they're talking about, the Greek word there is Kairos. It's not Kronos. They're not talking about what time on your watch or what time on the sundial. They're talking about the time is now. That's what they're talking about. And so you got to know what time it is. There's a time to laugh. There's a time to cry. There's a time to make love. There's a time to make war. Uh, There's a time to compromise. And there's a time to be a zealot. And ladies and gentlemen, I apologize in advance because I'm a zealot. I believe that's the time we're in. Uh, God can forgive me for all my sins, even if being a zealot's a sin. Uh, I think the, the sin of zealousness is better than the sin of adultery, better than the sin of pornography, better than the sin of pharmacological addiction, better than the sin of murder. I can think of a lot of things. Now, to God, it's all the same. But we're going to sin, and I'd rather not sin to honor God. What if I do? It's probably going to form of zealousness. So I apologize in advance. And the number four thing. The number four piece of understanding you need to get is on what we call these existential questions. These existential questions go back to logotherapy. Remember, Dr. Viktor Frankl, logotherapy is really the understanding uh, of yourself. Logotherapy is understanding why you're here. Existential questions are about your questions about your existence. Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? If today was my last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that I was given the gift of life? At the end of my life, how do I want to be remembered? What type of father do I want to be remembered as? What type of husband do I want to be remembered as? What type of leader? What type of impact? Those are existential questions. But I want to give a caveat. The most important of all the existential questions, a lot of people think it's who am I or why am I here? I'm going to tell you that's not it. Those are all important. But you know the most important one is? Whose am I? There's only two teams out there, ladies and gentlemen. Either on God's team or the other team. There's going to be a lot of bad people in heaven and a lot of good people in hell. Because heaven and hell aren't for good people or bad people. Heaven and hell are for forgiven people or, and for unrepentant people. Heaven and hell are for children of God and earth dwellers. And so you got to know whose you are. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whoever shall believe in him shall not die, but have everlasting life. It is appointed for man to die one time, and then comes the judgment. Why it says that is there's a second death, and that second death is to be separate from God for eternity. And how do you get to that second death? Well, you separate yourself from God in the temporal. So if you spend your life on this planet not wanting to know God, then he'll give you your will and desire on the other side of eternity. So understanding whose you are 
is one of the most important questions you could ever answer or ask. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. There is value in values. Do you understand? I don't think so. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.